All right, it's the Mina's House Podcast. I'm Mina Say What, episode 144. Welcome! <laughs> I have the cast of uh, crazies here. <laughs> it's just one cast of crazy. That's me. Dex looking good, man. Dex shine <laughs> me crazy. Listen, you got a whole wig. <laughs> Who is this? This isn't Sherlock Homeboy or Garnett. Who's this? I don't know who it is, but I woke up, I listened to some Big Sean, and this is what inspired it. We got new braids, so I got new braids. <laughs> you look like two chains, though. Like, you, like two chains could be your father. Listen, I'm with it. I could be Titty Boy, too. Yes, I can see it. Or Lil Wayne. You know how Lil Wayne sometimes don't be doing his braids and his dreads? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need some glue, though, bruh. But you don't, 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 you you don't, you you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, you you this is professional. Guys, how was your Labor Day weekend? Uh, my Labor Day weekend was cool, man, cool. I didn't do much. Uh, I spent some time with some family, spent some time with a little lady friend, and uh, that was pretty much it. I went to the reef for the first time. That was my oh, first time right. going to the reef. I had some oxtails, so you know I had to go in. Uh, they charged like, so the taxes had taxes there. That's the only <laughs> problem I had it. Honestly, literally, I, I saw the gratuity. It was a regular tax. Then it was like the state tax. Then it was like the alcohol tax. Then it was taxation without oh. representation. It was a lot of shit. Then it's COVID tax, sanitation tax. Yep. yep. Yo, they've added a hell of stuff to the bill. Do they really? In general, I've seen sanitation charges, extra COVID charge. I'm like, y'all just charging for no reason now. Yeah. Um, I actually went to an event for the first time since March. So, like, my, my one of my best friends is getting married next month. So they had their engagement party finally, which was um, – it wasn't a lot of people. It was about 60 people, which is the most amount of people that I've been around at one time. Oh, you got the COVID. I had my mask on the entire time. <laughs> oh, okay. And then they were like, I'm in the wedding. So they were like, come up and take the pictures. I'm like, do, do I take the mask off? Do I not take it off? It was, it's a weird situation to be in. And then even going to a wedding, I don't see how people are doing it because you, you can't really enjoy yourself at a wedding. Yeah. Like, all this going on. I think you got to be really confident in today's time to do what makes you feel comfortable. Yeah. Because if you're following trends, like people don't, some people just don't be wearing the masks. Like yeah. I went, I was all over the place. I went to uh, um, a baby shower. I was down the shore at the beach. I went to a family barbecue and, you know, I was safe. I didn't feel, like, bad at all. I was a little worried about going to the beach, but I actually didn't feel, like, anxious or anything at the beach. I was at the old people beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they was following the rules. <laughs> they, but when they saw you pull up, they got anxious because they get nervous. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but I follow the rules. So, But you know what I noticed? One of my friends, I, I went with a couple of my friends. When she got drunk, she didn't want to follow the rules anymore. I was like, she got up and wanted to walk through um, the where we were eating at. And I'm like, girl, put your mask on. She was like, F that mask. <laughs> that, that's why it's dangerous to be drinking during COVID because when you start no, drinking no. and you drunk, you don't want to do anything anymore. Yeah. 
And then what? I said people not beefing a mask all day. Not when they drunk. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then I went to a strip club. Why did I? (laughs) During COVID? Wait, so this is what happened. You know, everything closes early now. Like, you can't get me a meal past, like, 10 o'clock anymore. Really? No, it's hard. It's like you go out, they close early because they got to clean everything. So if you're hungry at, like, 1030 at night, you're either eating McDonald's or nothing, you know? Mm-hmm. Nothing is open anymore. So when we were driving back to from the beach, one of my friends goes, oh, let's go get food at the strip club. You know, they always got, you know, good food at the strip club. So we get there. And they charge us $5 to get in. So I'm like, okay, whatever. So I see like the inside and they just opened indoor dining in New Jersey. So the inside was completely empty. And I'm like, okay, can we sit there? He was like $25 to sit at the tables where there's nobody there. So per person. So I was like, nah, I'm good. So we're like, well, where can we go? He's like, you can go outside. Yo, we go outside. It literally was the size of my patio, which Mm -hmm. is not that big. And guys were lined all along the wall. No mask, no social distancing. There were no, like, it was all dudes right next to each other. There were three girls dancing. There was like a portable pole in the middle. I don't know where they got this pole from. It looked like it was on a golf. Uh, you know how you got the little turf on the golf? Uh-huh. It looked like it was on one of those. Yo, the hoes didn't have mask on. No one had a mask on. Good. <laughs> Stupid. That's, that's what's supposed to happen at a strip club. I want to smell everything. I want to be able to feel and touch. And I need the real thing. You don't wear no mask at a strip club. But who you think is spreading the COVID? The chicks that are sitting on everyone's lap. Not them. COVID not there. God, God like the strip club too. It ain't gonna be no COVID at the strip club. It was crazy. I was like, these men are literally sitting there just waiting to get the virus just to throw some dollars at some girls. Not one mask desk, not not one. Were the girls wearing masks? No, no one was wearing a mask. Think about how many girls these the how many guys these girls see a night. Yeah. And they're not wearing masks, sitting on people's laps and stuff. I was like, this is where you want us to eat? Nobody was eating no food. They was just they had money in their hands. And we were like, no, we had to go. And I was like good food though. Strip club always be having some pretty good food. I that's why we went. But we thought maybe they would be safe. <laughs> not that strip club. Interesting. The so food always tastes better when it's not in a safe place anyway. That's my <laughs> personal opinion. Listen, there's no food worth me getting COVID. <laughs> I'm sorry. Listen, I went home hungry as hell. I had to go to Wawa and get a chicken noodle soup because I'm like, I'm not doing that. I got to go. You were scared. You saw what happened with Lou Williams. He drove from the bubble to, to go get chicken. Yeah. He was in and out, though. These guys were sitting there. Waiting to get COVID from from the strippers. They was waiting on their food. That's all. <laughs> that was crazy. I'm good. You know what I also saw this weekend? Power. Did you guys watch? Yeah, actually, uh, I enjoyed it. But you can go ahead. Yeah, I definitely did watch it. Dex, you watched? I didn't catch it, no. 
I didn't, you know, I didn't watch it before. And I said, I'm going to watch it the new season and everything when it starts. But like, people are like, no, you got to know what the backstory is. And I said, okay, I'm not going to worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> you can, you can jump on in. I feel like they do a good job of recapping in the front. Like you should, you could jump in and watch at the yeah. foolishness going on. What'd you think, Garnett? Um, going back to your decks, I, I don't think you have to. So I feel like this new season is so brand new that mm-hmm. it's kind of leaving, well, at least from the first episode, is leaving what we already know, like far behind. It's starting brand new, all brand new characters for the most part. Oh, They're battling like new stuff. So I think if you're watching it now, you may not need to catch up, you know, so quickly on the previous stuff. But I thought it was crazy. You already know I love Tyreek. Tyreek is big reek now. Um, I, I do not like uh, Mary J. Blige's <gasps> character, her son's character, not her. Oh. But it's, it's, it's so much going on right now. You know, they're setting basically, you know, Tyreek up to be the new ghost. He's making these, you know, fast, smart decisions, um, you know, in the moment that are very ghost-like. Uh, this Tasha thing. I is, noticed that. Yeah, yeah. And this, this Tasha thing is getting crazy. We don't know what's going to happen with that. Uh, I'm interested to see uh, Method Man's character develop as the uh, – as the new lawyer, as like the new lead lawyer, um, whatever's going off in this FBI office is getting crazy uh, with the guy, you know, approaching Tyreek. Like, it's like Tyreek is, what, 18 years old, and he's, you know, in front of the general DA, whatever, you know, title that is, and he's you know, basically pushing him, pushing the envelope on him to make him give whatever he wants. So it's kind of crazy. Uh, I did not know Tasha's mom had money. Cause she she made herself seem like she was a little broke by pushing her before, <laughs> right? <laughs> Making Tasha stay with that man. Um, but yeah, it's it's so much going on in this episode. I'm actually excited. I'm actually excited about it. But it's it's so much going on. Like I said, I hated that one character, Mary J. Blige's son. It looks like they're like the new crime family. Yeah, Ghost and Tommy usually go against. Um, so yeah, I, I I'm interested to see how that turns out. Uh, they also had a cousin inside of that party that looked at Tyreek the wrong way. and I, I, I peeped like, that. Yeah, I, I feel like he's going to be the first uh, super villain that he has to go against for the time being until he figure out how to get out of that situation and get his mom out of jail. Yeah. See, this here, though, is why I have to watch it. Because I'll sit around people and they will talk about this show like like it's like everybody watches it and I can't be left out again. So <laughs> <laughs> well, and this is a good time to pick up because they literally have all new characters. They got rid of all the old characters, and I saw a lot of talk online about power ain't power without Ghost and Omari Hardwick. He's you know, dead, I, right? he's dead. Mm-hmm. So so his son killed him, but his mother's in jail for it. So I, think, I think I saw, I saw like, the, remember they were like, who shot him? And they were like, all these leaks yeah. online or whatever. I actually saw that scene. Yeah. That happened, but I didn't know if it was real or not. So she's in jail and she's on, on trial. It's a, Now that it's become a federal trial for the murder of him. Well, it picks up right where the other one left off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you know what I found interesting? They're literally recreating the storyline from the first season. 
Mm-hmm. It's like, I think the first season, we saw Ghost kind of like walking the line between these two worlds of the drug world and Tommy and then Angela and being like a businessman and a politician and mm-hmm. just trying to live life straight. I kind of see that same narrative being formed again through Michael Rainey's character, which is Tariq. Like, he's in college. He's, you know, um, he's in a good school. He's in a Ivy League institution. Mm-hmm. And then he's on the side selling drugs to try to pay off the lawyer for his mom's, you know, murder case. <laughs> so it's like the same kind of duality, which I think a lot of kids in the hood live. This two, kind of these two sides of, you know, when I'm, when I'm here, I'm this person. And when I'm at school or somewhere else, I'm this person. Yeah. So I see that same kind of character. But let me tell you, Michael Rainey, his acting is on point. Yeah. Like, I know a lot, a lot of people hate his character, but his acting, I think his acting is going to win people over. I was kind of bored the first couple of, like, minutes, I would say. But when Mary J. Blige's character came in, she came in like a boss. Like, I felt like, I don't know if it was just me, but I felt like the music came in and everything slowed down and the wind was in her hair. She had banging weave in, like the makeup was put together. The body was there. I was like, damn, Mary. She came in looking like a, like a boss. Yeah. Now, would they do a, would she have a sex scene? And I know the other one, there was like a bunch of sex scenes all the time. Is there a possibility that Mary J. Blige would have a sex scene in this show? Well, her husband's locked up for murder right now. Okay. But I wouldn't be surprised if maybe there's something going on. I mean, he's in there for life. Yeah, they're like a big drug family. And she's like the head of the drug family. And her son kind of does all the dirty work. Mm-hmm. They already killed somebody in the first episode. Man, they, they was about to get it popping at a barbecue. Right. <laughs> and she was like, about to go down. And Mary was like, go handle that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then he, he goes and he, you know, he execute him at uh at his job. And it was just I hate his character already. But uh, I I I'm very excited uh to go back to what you were saying, Mina, just about I guess the writing and the story about how they picked up. I felt like fifty cent really did a good job, him and his team, as far as setting this up, just like the other books, because it, it will be other seasons of uh of it. Mm-hmm. Um, where it, uh, I guess it seemed like it almost like wrote itself if you just wanted to if, if you get ghosts out of the way Tyreek the whole time was set up to be the next ghost if it wasn't either him or Dre and you know with Dre out of the picture and clearly with, with, with ghosts gone uh, that definitely leaves Tyreek as the head of the family now so it's almost like writing itself Dre's uh, wrote Timmy's character Dex mm-hmm. so, so, so ghost is gone Tommy is gone, right? So so far, to- Tommy may have something. I mean, I'm, it's only the first episode, but he's not dead, so we don't know what's gonna happen. So they could bring Tommy back and Ro Timmy's character back, right? Mm-hmm. But definitely, I know Ghost is not coming back because Omari told me he's not coming back. Yeah, not unless he's like in somebody's dream or something. Like right. He, you know, and 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 Lala's character is dead, so yeah. she's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Last season, she's gone. So I like how 50 has incorporated other people of the culture. Like he's yep. now met the man's involved and Mary. So it, it's nice. So I did, I did a poll on my Twitter. So I said, based off the first episode of Power Book 2, are you continuing to watch a ghostless power? So 66% said yes. 
9% said no. And 26% said undecided. I need more time. Okay. Fair. So uh, this guy commented and said, for me, it was, it was not good, but it wasn't bad either. It's like indifference, I guess. I'm yeah. still trying to get used to no ghost or Tommy. I wasn't a big fan of Tasha or Tariq's character, but the story created around them in the first episode has me somewhat intrigued. I think I feel the same way because I wasn't specifically too crazy about those characters either, you know? We we never are until it's time to be. Like, we didn't know how much we were going to, you know, love Ghost's character until we were already, you know, a season in, two seasons in. So it's just really letting the characters unfold, develop, and grow. Right. But I think I, I think the people that's saying no will eventually probably jump on it because it's 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 still still the same show. They're just interchanging the people. But you know, it seemed like they're I'm not gonna say getting better actors, but like you said, they're getting more people that we can relate to within our culture, which is also, I think, uh, what 50 doing is pretty good as far as having that show as like a launching pad for him to, you know, give people different opportunities. So it's good. Yeah. All right, so let's get to our topic because I've been seeing this in the news a lot and it's something that I've had conversation with it, with people in my everyday life. So here's the scenario. These are the two, the two things that kind of stuck out at me. Mm-hmm. Dr. Dre's wife, they've been married for a long time. Now, she apparently signed a prenup, but now she's claiming that the prenup was signed under duress, which means he forced her to sign it. And then she claims that he tore up the prenup at some point, right? So right now, she's, get, she's asking for $2 million a month in spousal support while they work out their divorce. Here's the breakdown of her expenses. Her name's Nicole Young. Laundry cleaning, $10,000. Clothes, $135,000. Education, including uh, tuition and living expenses. They have two kids. Um, Together, he has a whole bunch of other kids outside of the marriage. Uh, $60,000. Entertainment, $900,000. Charitable contributions. $125,000 $125,000 mortgage, $100,000 phone, cell phone, and email, $20,000. Now let's talk about Future's baby mom. Huh? They're never married. However, uh, they're in court right now. So I guess right now they're trying to get his financial records. He's not willing to give them up. So I guess the court prorated what she should be getting a month until they, he provides his financials, right? So according to the pro rate, she's getting $53,000 a month. So she said on social media, children are expensive. And I do believe they should have a lifestyle similar to their parents. Private schooling, vacations, and to see the world in the, as the eyes of the privilege, right? So that's what she said. Hold on, we're going to admit Louis V. Gutter, who's joining the podcast. So I just admitted him. Um, he's our guest today, oh who we're God. going to no, be talking to. So we'll wait for him to actually pop up on the screen. But um, but so based off of that, my question that I wanted to talk to, to you about today is, should people be paying for their ex-significant others or their baby's moms to live a certain lifestyle as a man? You can That's go a hard you. one. 
that t- for me that's hard because on one end like absolutely like not like you know what i mean but at the same time like if, if you have made a person accustomed to a certain lifestyle like i could understand why they think that they should still live that certain life but her demands are unreasonable though like how how is your clothing and your entertainment and charitable contributions more than your child's education and then okay. you the other woman when she's like you know like i want the kids to experience what you experience i can agree with that and understand that but like you should really only want your kids to be able to experience what you could provide for them and if you can't do it you shouldn't depend on anybody else to do it yeah hey louie is that hey, what Louis? Up? what's yeah. up lulu <laughs> welcome louie v got into the venus house podcast what's up lulu yeah, man, what's going on with you man we all right we over here having a conversation What's good? Everybody introduce themselves. Mina, you already know me, Lou. Yeah. Arnett, a.k.a. Sherlock Homeboy. I got my wig on today, so don't <laughs> mind that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what up? That's it. Uh, Dex the one, no wigs over here. <laughs> <laughs> no lace fronts. What up? Laces. Yeah. What you watching, Lou? I'm watching uh, uh, the game. You know it's the playoffs. I know. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't even think about that. I got you working during basketball. <laughs> no, nah, nah, I got. A, I got. A, I got a couple. I got. A, you know, I got a few minutes. It's Miami and Milwaukee playing. I don't really care who wins. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm a LeBron fan, man. So I'm a LeBron fan. A LeBron fan, and from Philly. Yeah, I'm a LeBron oh. fan. I'm a LeBron fan, bro. You can't hate on that. <laughs> you can't. LeBron. Yeah, yeah. Like it, you can't. You know what I'm saying? Can't hate on LeBron. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You can't do that, Mina. What do you think cool. about the, the cool Sixers season? That. They got they got to move something around. Yeah, I think so too. They got to figure something out, man. Well, what would you move? It's hard. It's hard because I it's hard. What do you they, they might gotta break. They might gotta break them up, man. Uh huh. You sure think? Need a killer on that team, man. They had one, and he's Jimmy. Who? J- J- yeah, he, yeah, he turned Miami up. Miami might go to the, the uh, go to the chip this year. Exactly. So that's messed know. up, man. Jimmy was a dog. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know what happened. Yeah, you know I mean, I see they got rid of the coach. Well, you you I'll, know you know the rumor they were saying how he was bumping heads with Brett because it seemed like he was trying to coach, and you know, and yeah. maybe Brett felt a little intimidated by Jimmy. Right. So, but you be needing that on the team. You need a strong mind. Like you need you need that, man. You know what I mean? Here's the thing. Ben just got named all defensive first team. And then we got Joel. Like Ben better start shooting. We have killers. <laughs> no, they're not killers. Nah. Joel, Joel need to stay healthy. <laughs> and, and, and Ben need to start shooting. <laughs> Who do you think we should hire as a coach? You need to be more aggressive. Mark Jackson. <laughs> yeah, you crazy. I'm, I'm Mark Jackson, yo. I'm actually with that. I'm with that. I'm with that. Straight up, yo. They need somebody that know what's going on. That's going to be, you know what I mean? That's going to be solid. They need they need Mark Jackson, man. Mm-hmm. They, need okay. to, they need to fix that. All right. Well, Louis, let me bring yeah, you in. I'm a GM. <laughs> I see you making moves. <laughs> so, look, I yeah. want to bring you in in our conversation because we were talking about Dr. Dre's uh, wife who wants two mil a month in spousal support and then future baby mom who right now is getting $53,000 a month. Uh, and she get it. Well, once th- the judge, yeah, the judge, the judge wants to give to allow her that. And so he provides his financial records. So oh. as a rapper, 
is it their mm-hmm. responsibility to pay for lifestyle? Like in Dr. Dre's situation, he was married to this woman for a lot of years. Future obviously was never married. This is just his baby mom. I'm sure you could relate to this. Like you have a baby with someone or you're married. Are you mm-hmm. responsible to make sure they live the lifestyle that they lived when they were with you? If y'all were married, see Dr. Dre's situation, like you said, they were married for a while. It's right. different. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't just take that from her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, suddenly, like, look, all right, boom, it's over. Like, go back to the streets. Like, you feel me? Like, she been living with you. Y'all been kicked. Like, you a billionaire, bro. Like, y'all been on this level for so long. Like, it's only right to do something now. Two million a month is ridiculous. Yeah. However... Like the phone bill was like what? What was the phone bill? Two hundred thousand dollars. Twenty thousand dollars. What service she got? <laughs> she don't got AOL or Yahoo. I can tell you that if you can for email. <laughs> yeah, and the email. I was like, yo, I'm like, yo, what? Are you, what is this? I was like, <laughs> Gmail gives you an account for free. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I don't understand that, yo. That was crazy. But she entitled to some money. Yeah. Same yeah. way with same way with future with, with the girl, man. You got to give us some money. Now, now, you shouldn't. See, he, he, you know, he, he ain't learned his lesson, man. Maybe he'll learn his lesson. He I don't think so. <laughs> nah. <laughs> he has nine kids. When, when did he learn his lesson? There's nine. Yeah, but see, that drink, like you know, when it may be spiteful, like I, I feel like a woman shouldn't have a kid if, if, if he don't want the kid. Like if they, if they, if they not, if you know it wasn't nothing, if you know it wasn't. What it was, don't try to like hold the man because of the the kid. Like, don't use the the child against him. That's what I feel like. That's what I feel like. That's what I feel like was done in that situation. So that's why he's so hard on her because it's not like he like that with every single baby mom. Mm. Like some of them are cool and well off. And it's just it's just hard when you have a child and you want your child. You know, I mean. I would no, let no, no, a, you can't let a man try to tell me, right, right, right. Like, I'd be like, get out of here. Is, what I'm saying is, if you know it was enough, and so if you go have a one-night stand tomorrow, just because I'm a rapper, you're going to keep the child if you have a child? Don't let that be the decision making. Like, like, like the, the end-all, be-all. Like, okay, he's a rapper. Like, if I was a bum on the street, would you have the same energy? <laughs> no, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> you, you, would, you wouldn't have the same energy. It'd be like, nah, I'm cool. I'm, giving it, I'm taking a plan B. I wouldn't have to take a plan B because you're going to take it immediately. You know what I'm saying? Like, he can't do nothing for me. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's a different shoe, though. On, on, on the other foot, too, as far as that goes. So, like, that's kind of like what we get into the game for, too. Like, are, like isn't a rapper or athlete or whatever it may be, like, the chicks come with the territory of that as well. So the guy knows going into it as well. Yo, I probably should have strapped up or I probably something. Yeah. Yeah. That's true too. That's true. I know if it's me, I'm going to take those, you know, precautions. <laughs> but some people not like, you know, he might not like condoms, you know, that might not be. <laughs> he might. <laughs> right, if you don't like condoms, you like STDs. <laughs> right, 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 right. I ain't with that, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, to each his own, you know what I mean? But it, I think she deserves some money just because, you know, at the end of the day, she kept the baby, it is what it is. However, She's not used to a lifestyle because she didn't have no life. Like it's not like they were together. They weren't married. 
She's not used to none of that shit. Yeah. Whatever she used to is whatever she had going on. Yeah. So, <laughs> therefore, he should pay child support. Not $52,000 yeah. a month. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't I, think I, it's I, a responsibility. I, I don't think it's a responsibility for a lifestyle. Your responsibility is to make sure your child has enough to live, which but, is but more. food, <laughs> housing, yeah. which is clothing, which is a great education. That's what your child needs to live. She's talking about, oh, uh, wait, let me quote what she said. I want, I want him to see the world through the eyes of the privileged. Damn. Well, I mean, if your dad has money like that, you are privileged. So I, I do yeah. understand where she's coming from. It's kind of like, I'm not going to be giving my child, like, yes, you should provide a house, but it's got to be a house of a certain stature. My dad has this kind of money. We're not going to live lower than that. Right. When right. I hear that, I'm, I hear, though, vacations and luxury gifts. Yeah, and that's her, for her. You, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. The kid don't need okay. that. You, right, so you, we're, give, we're, you give her a trip to Disneyland. That's what the kid wants. You're not right, going to right. Turks and Caicos. Your kid don't care about right. that. <laughs> right, right. And, and another thing, too, I say give her 20 a month. 20? You a judge, too? You a GM and a judge. I say give her a dub. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's enough to pay for you. a nice house, a nice car, and you can live how y'all want to live, man. You give a dub every month. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not 53. And and you got to take into account that shit because he's so added with her and they into it. He might not. He might take that out. Like they might not even want to see the kid. And it's gonna be fucked up because they so on so much on bad terms that it's not like the kid gonna even get the experience the same life as his other kids because of how how she played this out with him and how they you know what I mean she like kind of messed it up. Like the relationship not there. So if he do want to see the kid, it'd just be like, damn, send the kid. But I like, I doubt it. It yeah. might be like a bad relationship with the kid. And also, then like, even to grow up and see all of that shit, like to see, mm -hmm. like, damn, you ain't really want me or this is what you was, t you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like fucked yeah. up. But also, like, if 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 she if the judge gives her the fifty a month, the other baby moms, it's 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 like it's what a trickle down five of them. They might be like, well, I'm only getting twenty or ten. Or <laughs> right, 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 right. So like, but they but they might be getting twenty and ten, but he doing everything for the child. Yeah, but they not taking trips to Turkey Caicos though. So like, <laughs> nah, 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 nah. I will say this. I will say this. Um, like. A few people that's around me be around him, you know what I mean? Like his his team, my team, yeah. and you know, you know what I mean. And um, he's not like as bad as they paint him to be. You know what I'm saying? Like he he's a he's a good dude. Like he he gonna take care of his kids. Yeah. So so like I said, some of those kids, the kids getting everything that he pay, he still might gotta pay child support. But shit, I'm buying them all the clothes and buying them all the shit and doing mm -hmm. everything I need to do. You ain't gotta do nothing with that money, but spend it on yourself. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's different. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if this, if, if how this situation will go. If you like, damn, it's still my kid, or you gonna just be like, fuck her and that kid. That's terrible. That's terrible. You it's, have it's any crazy. issues like that? What'd you say? You got any issues like that? Nah, I don't handle issues. I got a son, but I, I don't handle issues. Like I'm with my uh, my child mom. So, I'm are you booed up? We straight. Yeah, when's, the, you know. when's the wedding coming? Chill, chill, <laughs> chill, chill. Yo, why are men like that? Y'all wait till y'all 55 to want to marry somebody. Marriage is just a title. It's for y'all. It's a business. Y'all want to be married because girls girls want to be married. 
You want to show off the ring and say, oh, I got the ring. And you go to work and be like, look at this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's just for y'all, like, for real. And then, like, it's not no good for us, for real, for real. Keep it a being. Like, we don't benefit from that. Like, when it's all said and done, if you making the money, you doing it, you got to bust this money down. Like, you got to – it's certain shit that just don't – it's good stability. I guess that has stability and to feel like, you know, I'm, I'm here, we – but we could do that without a ring and all of that. And I, you don't want to call somebody your wife, though. Like this is my wife. Who gives a f- no? <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. I don't care. I think I don't know if y'all agree. It seems like women care more than men. That, Dex is getting all. married. I can agree, but yeah, I got no Dex, comments. Sleep with that, Dex. You want Dex right now? <laughs> it, it, it's funny though, because like I, I understand exactly where he's coming from when he says like it's not one of those things that it's like the title stuff doesn't mean it yeah. to me at all. Like yeah. that, I, I, I do think that's a thing that women want to be because even when y'all get engaged, they're like, "Look, I'm about to be a wife." And the friends would be like, "Look, she's a fiance." Right. I, don't, I don't like titles. Like, I'm not really big right. on titles, so I can. I think that's a little weird that women are like the. I do. I like the partnership um, portion of it. If you're gonna be with someone, yeah. and you guys are gonna live together and stuff like that, like, there's no. I mean, why not get married? But I also understand why people are like, "What's the point of me rushing to do this if we're right?" Exactly. It's, it's, it's exactly. It's the same way. Like I, I see it. I see it. Like I had conversations like that. It's like, oh, you know, we get married. I want to be married, and then I guess girls grow up with this, like, you know, fairy tale shit in their head, like the big wedding with the but, fucking. You know what I mean? You don't want to feel like you're illegitimate, though. You have a man's whole child. You want to feel like, yeah. like I, it, you know, and I do understand it is a business decision at times. And the title sometimes is what people care about, but it's more so I have your child. I want to build a legitimate family. Like I want to be like, that's my baby daddy or that's my, my boyfriend. Like we're, if we're building a life, I want to be your wife. That means you see me long term. You, I'm going to be in your life forever. If you just going to leave me as a girlfriend or baby mom, I'm like, you must not see me long term. How many divorces? <laughs> you like, think about it. Think about point. it. <laughs> How many divorces? Like, do you see? Like, most marriages don't work out. I think more so they don't than they do. Right? Is it like fifty three percent? But you, but you but won't know who, well, what side of the percentage you on until you try. I feel like yo, you could be together. Like I've been mess- <laughs> like say we mess with each other. We've messed with each other for it's been years. So say you mess with somebody for, for seven years. And then you get married the eighth year. Yeah. And then y'all be divorced by year two. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, just let it roll how it's rolling. If it's, if, if you, you know, y'all together. If it ain't it is what it is. Be, uh, what, what, what Will Smith say? Uh, life, life partners. <laughs> you know what? Look at what he done started. That family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Louis, oh, you changed your yeah. rapper name. So you're not you're Louis V. Gutter, or are you Lulu now? Like, what's that about? I don't know. They just start. <laughs> they, <laughs> they. That's like a nickname I go by. You know what I'm saying, Lulu. You know what I'm saying, that's when people start calling me. Couple people around my neighborhood, and you know, I just ran with it. So that was cool, but that's not like my official name change. Like, I'm still Louis V. You know what I'm saying. All right. But, you know, people, more people call me that. Like, when I'm in trap mood, like, trap me, like, I'm, the music I'm making is on that type of time. You, you seen Paid in Full? So, like, yeah. Lulu, and, you know what I mean? So, it's like a, 
something like a it was like a character, like a persona, like you know what I'm saying, like some shit I just got going yeah. on. But I'm still, you know, on paper, like when you see it on iTunes, it's still my name. You know what I mean? And I don't know how to go about really changing my name. You just say it. You just say it's like I'm a process. <laughs> I'm not like Diddy. Diddy is like a professional name. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't he sure is. Yet. Yeah, I can't do that yet. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe I could do it early in the game before I, I don't know. We'll see. Tweet, tweet it out. Tweet out whatever you want your new name to be, and that's what it is. Like, yeah. that's what you do. It is not like anything official. It's just like whatever. It's just like, whatever. It's yeah. just like yeah. it sticks. Nah, but if I change my name, they're going to take my, my Twitter. They're going to take my verified drink. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Losing> my check. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to lose my check. You know what I'm saying? I don't want Oh, then don't change your name. No, we can't lose the check. <laughs> yeah, I can't lose my check. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> Nah, nah, I'm gonna just stick with it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Lulu's gonna be my nickname and shit. You know, they call Jay Z Hove and all a bunch of Jigger and all the other shit. So yeah. Okay. I'm entitled to a few a few nicknames. I'll be all right. Question. I'm gonna get like three uh, more. The <laughs> other, other day, I ended up like going into like a, a, a Philly like rap scene, like YouTube battle days, like wormhole the other day. And oh yeah! I watched a whole bunch of videos that I know it brought me back to tenth grade lunch tables. You know, right, right. Remember all the guys' raps to show up the next day, just so I was cool at the lunch table. I wonder <laughs> during that time, like, who were some of the people that inspired you? That maybe you know uh, inspired you to rap and do music as far as writing and, and, and stuff. Yeah, I ain't really, I ain't really at that time. I wasn't really on it like that. Cause I was just I was just hustling, man. I wasn't really worried about that shit. I was around all of them, but I wasn't like really rapping. Mm-hmm. But the only person that really like had me rapping is uh like that that inspired, I would say inspired me a little bit is Joey Jahat. Cause we we was around each other. That's like you know what I mean. That's like my bro. So I came up like um while his while he was like hot. He's like the hottest thing in the city, and I was like right there. Mm-hmm. Along the way, but I just wasn't really rapping, and then I started like going at it a little bit. But I will watch him every single day. Yeah, you know what I mean, rapping and stuff like that. So, so that's that's how that that's the only person I can say that really, you know, from that era, from that, you know, what I mean, that I was right there and I seen it hands on, and like him and um like Oskino, they work all day, and it was like all day, every day, all day, all day, and I'm like, damn. And I just tried it, you know, what I mean, he'll tell me little shit, you know, you should do this and. You know, and then once I got the, the hang of it, I would tell him, like, like this like, years later. And I'm like, yo, you know, he cooled off a bit. And then I had the situation with the Meek shit. And I'm like, yo, I got the records. Like, I know how to make songs, bro. And he's like, yeah. He's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I know how to make songs. Fuck the rap. Like, you can rap. But I know how to make real records. And I know what the label went. I'm around yeah. these people now. And I'm talking to them. And I just wrote this record and this record and this record. And I know how to make songs. Fuck with me. I got you. <laughs> And he like, all right, cool. And then he just like bullshit. And then we never <laughs> really get on. He's like, we never got around to it. And I tried to help, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I say Joey though. Yeah, sure. he, he was definitely legendary during that time too, man. Yeah. Like he yeah. he came out with the, the bounce flow. He Yeah. quote the Philly flow that everybody still kinda used. He was yeah. at that time, man. Nah, he he was hot as shit, man. He had it. He had it, bro. And I was seeing it, like, I'm seeing these people, like, when 50 was calling, and I'm, like, we right there, and I'm just like, oh, shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yep. And um, it was the flow, like, his, his flows and how he switched the flows and shit like that and the punchlines and shit like that. So he had it. It was yeah. him, Meek, Reed, 
They had it. Yeah. When did yeah. you know? I guess when 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 you was coming up. When when did you start getting those calls? When did that start turning for you? Where now you know you know you got some of the people you look up to. Some somebody that's hot on the record uh, right now. When did they start calling your phone to put you in a position where you at right now? That was that was uh that was after I was already like out as a art like I did a few songs like all right so say twenty twelve thirteen twelve when I did um straight like that mm-hmm. well, uh was Meek and Two Chains on mm-hmm. DC two and that shit ended up being like the biggest mixtape like one of the biggest mixtapes yep. ever yeah and one of my that favorite shit, like, ones yeah like that joint went crazy so. At that time, and then we was on a um, Club Paradise tour with uh, Drake mm-hmm. and like a few other people. Things like Two Chain, Drake, Meek, French, a couple more people, whatever. And from there, it kind of like turned. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, like now I'm around like Ross and you know all, and he he giving me my from from that that was the last mixtape to Meek's first album. And from from that like transition from that period right there, mm-hmm. it, it started going up from there. You know what I mean? Because I did a few on his album, and then like Ross was like, you know, boom, you know, you got it, and you know, we go to Ross' house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, and to look at him, you know, I'm looking at him as you know, like shit. You Ross, you got all the shit. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And, and he's just like, yo, man, you dope, man. You you know, you the shit. And you know, one time he like <laughs> he had all the. It was like a uh, cookout or something. What the fuck we had, man? It was like a, it was like a cook. It was like some kind of event. I, don't, I forget what it was. I don't know. And he had everybody at his house, and we was all at his house. And it's like me, Ross, and Khaled, and Akon, and damn anybody you could think of. You know what I'm saying? So and his whole like roster of people, and he was like telling everybody like we was outside on a basketball court. And he's like huddling everybody up and was like, "Yo, uh, all y'all need to get with him." <laughs> And I'm like, what wow. the fuck? But I don't know what the hell going on. Like, y'all need to, you know, all like, y'all need to do. Yeah, I'm like, me? Like, bro, like, you know what I'm saying? He's like, you know, we we can, we can keep it in a circle. And this is how we work. You know, I, I used to work with people from Houston. And, you know, he he, he from Philly. But, you know, y'all get a, get something going. He make records. And, you know, y'all need records. And we can keep it all in the family and just bounce ideas off each other and keep doing features with each other to keep each other hot and go from there. You know what I'm saying? So that's what, matter of fact, it was a video shoot. It was a, it was Khaled video. It's called uh, Never Surrender. Things like with uh, John Legend and Nas and all of them. Yeah. Like that. And then um, that video, it's actually like, I think if you look on YouTube, it's like when they like playing um, shoot jump shots for money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it's like a big, yeah, if you look, if you look it up, it'll be on there or whatever. So, um, it was like shooting jump shots for money and all of that. And then like that's in the middle of all of that, that's when he did it. So you were so signed that, that was, to that was, lit. that was lit. You were signed to Dream Chasers at the time, right? At that time, yeah. 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 I felt like at one point there were so many people on the roster. Like, what was it like being signed to Dream Chasers at that time? Did you have like an A and R and a rollout? Was it like kind of like no. structured like a label? No. That was like that was like uh, dumbass dog. That was like some um. <laughs> he hungry. Somebody, that was like some. Oh my god! Yeah. He want. He, he go outside. <laughs> yeah. Nah. That was just like that was like some, some some homie shit. You know what I'm saying? 
Mm-hmm. It wasn't really like a label. You know what I mean? Because I didn't have all of that. Like, and I didn't even know all of this. You know, what I mean? this stuff that you need. You know what I mean? I just, I just thought it was you get hot enough, you get a song on the radio, and you go. You know what I'm saying? But that's not it. Like, and people no. to this day don't know. I just take way know. more, right. like way more than that. You know what I mean? Um, I get. You know, he knew, of course, at the time because he was on a major label. Yeah. But um, I didn't know. I had no idea. So yeah. it was it was uh with me I kind of like like I, I got my work done you know what I mean I did what I had like as far as like writing records delivering records you know what I'm saying so that was my like job that I did you know what I mean everybody else had their own thing so you had Snoop and he you know he's good at freestyling and he was just like shit he just like he like uh like if you got a dog that know how to talk and then you just like yo uh. Say something, you know what I mean? And everybody just like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got a talking dog and shit. Like, that's how that's the like that's the attention he got from that, like just from freestyling and shit like that. So that was that was lit. Um, and then uh, who else? Jordan? Mm-hmm. He was real good singing. You know what I mean? Writing records too. And then I would you know write records, and I got on the album a few times. So that was like that was cool. Yeah, and that's kind of like what separated. Um, what I was doing from um, hold on one second. Uh, yeah, that kind of separated from what what I was doing. So what you know, everybody had their own thing. You know what I mean? Like Lee Miz and and all. So everybody had their own thing. And I was I kind of like I said I didn't. I wish it was more so like uh, structured because mm-hmm. I think it would have been a lot better. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when you're starting off trying to um. You know, as an artist, you try to build your label when you kind of knew. It's not like you don't know really what to do. You know what I mean? So he's like, it's early. So he's trying to start something. Mind you, your first album just coming out. So yeah. you you knew. You know what I mean? Like now it's different. You know, you've been in the game for a while, but hopefully you learned everything you needed to learn. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's a hard it's a hard thing to juggle have a label with a roster of what five six seven people and you're still trying to pump out music yourself i mean how do you even get in that state of mind of let me focus on my artists right and then and then um it's it's crazy because some artists still don't get it you know i mean we look at big artists and they still can't get it right you know what i'm saying it's like some artists just can't get it right some people do get it right we was thinking me and snoop would think Oh, we gonna be the next Young Money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how we. That's how that's what we thought. Like, yo, I can rap. We got like we got the whole. We got everything we need. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you do the records. You really like you sing and rap on the records. Like Drake, bro. We like you know what I'm saying. This is how <laughs> this is the mind state. Like we gonna go. You know what I mean? But we didn't have like I said that structure. And I think at the time, I don't know if MMG was trying to do something like a venture, whatever. Like how you doing Rock Nation now? Mm-hmm. We were trying to do something like that back then, and it like never like, kind of worked out. You know what I mean? So um, it's it's way different in the real situation. Whereas though you can really get like your budget is open, you get you know everything is cool, mm-hmm. and everybody's working for you. Whereas though you don't have to really focus on your artists as much. You know what I'm saying? Just like you be there when they need a feature, you be there when they need your help. But for the most part, you got a label running and working for your artists. You yeah. So that that's the difference. So fast forwarding a little, fast forward a little bit, Black Man in America, 
America yeah. uh, with three Ks, which I love. I think that's I think <laughs> very fitting for the times too. Right. Usually, artists don't do stuff like that. Like they don't put like their political message out in a song. Like they'll they maybe they'll tweet something out that kind of goes away after a while, and they may like say something. You might see them at a protest, but you did something that's gonna stick out there and it's gonna be out there for people to see like for, for years to come. Were you nervous about putting that out at all? Nah. That's just how I felt, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, how I feel. You know what I mean? And, and, and however, like, I'm not to that point where as though I got to, like, censor what I say or, mm-hmm. oh, man, I don't want to piss my sponsors off or my people. You know, I'm not I'm not <laughs> on that, bro. I'm I'm still a hood. Like, I ain't, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm the same guy. So it was like, to me, I feel like that just had to be said, and that's how I was feeling at the time yeah. when I made the record. And you know that's the that's the point I wanted to get across. So and it wasn't no I had cold feet or nothing. I was ready. Okay, I, I think that's great. I think more people should be like that and like not yeah. be concerned with sponsors and all that stuff and be concerned with just getting their message out there. And speaking of messages, it's, it's easy to say now, bro. Yeah, when it, when it's millions of dollars on the line, you feel like oh I don't want to. <laughs> I understand that might be. I understand some people. But go uh-huh. ahead. Yeah. Um, as far as like the visual, whose idea was that, and how did you guys come up with that concept of the visual for that? Um, well, it was kind of my idea, uh-huh. um, because that's just how I saw it. And I don't know, like some days I wake up, bro, and I just want to do a song, and I just feel like, like I might have a song in my head. It don't got no fucking beat, no nothing, but I just woke up with a fucking song in my head, and I got to get yeah. it out. And that's just how you know some songs come about. So, um. It was me and my um my videographer, uh, his name Doughboy. Um, respect my hustle on Instagram. He um he <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Shout him out. <laughs> yeah, Doughboy Hustle. Yeah, his name Respect My Hustle, whatever. He he do a lot of he did a lot of stuff with uh, nice uh future and you know a bunch of future uh, videos and stuff like that. So he uh it was like last minute and I was just like, yo, I wanna get the video out with it. You know what I mean? Like already song and the video right after, like immediately, yeah. you know what I yeah. mean? So we didn't really have a lot of time. So we did, you know, I went to the protest and we didn't really like how that came out. Certain, like this one protest we went to and, um, cause he was recording. Mm-hmm. And, um, so we ended up getting like the, the black backdrop, you know what I mean? And just like, he like, yo, you just rap it. And then we'll get other protests, you know, from even from back, you know, back in the days, Which I like, you know, yeah. We'll, 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 yeah, we find uh, clips and, you know, just make it real. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah. that's how we did it. And it came out good. It came out good. Yeah, I think you guys did a great job on that. Thanks, thanks, bro. You ever had a situation? Because I have to think growing up in Philly, and, you know, a lot of people got things to say about the Philadelphia Police Department, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I said, uh, like I say, uh, we deal with that. That's normal to us. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's normal. It's not, Yeah, like, but you ever crazy. felt like you really, like, your life was about to be taken? Like, were you ever that scared? Yeah. I'm not scared by a lot, but I I felt it. Like, I felt it a few times. Like, I done been, you know, and I I don't want to say, let me see. I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? You don't, you never know. It's like, you might be in a situation where it's like, I don't know if George Floyd, well, he did because he was saying it, you know what I mean? Because of all the stuff that's going on. So I, you know, don't kill me and stuff like that. But I never like had to do that. Like, beg for my life from a police officer or something like that. That's like, like to see that is like hurtful. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I've been in situations where, yeah, I've been, you know, these cops, the, the cops, 
in the hood, they just trip on us anyway. And, 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 and they do it so much since we're so young that it becomes normal to us. So we're not scared of it. It's just like, all right, here you come. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's normal and it's fucked up, but it, that's that's what it that's what it's become. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't want to say you know um, I'd have been thrown on the ground and handcuffed and illegally searched and you know, but that what comes with just being black in America, and it's fucked up. But it is it is what it is, and it needs to be changed. But you know, we grew up like that. Um. Now, I, I honestly, I, I think what you do uh, is just super special as far as like being able to write for somebody else is a different kind of uh, brain that you're using, I feel like, because you're putting yeah. stuff in that person's shoes. Um, right. Just wonder, like, what, like how, how did you get into that mindset, like, where you can literally, like, think for somebody else, put it down, and then have that person really be like, yo, you're absolutely right about this. I need this. Right. Um, I don't know, bro. That just came naturally. I, I'm good at, uh, because I listen to all kinds of music, mm. um, I'm kind of, like, good at, uh, like, I'll play around and, like, impersonate somebody. Mimicking. You're like that. Mimicking. I'm good at that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, like as far as, like, rapping, so yeah. they be like, yo, and I can hear a beat and be like, this sounds like such and such should go on it. That's just my thing. That's the era. I got. Yeah. I always been like that, even before I rap. So, yeah. it's easy for me to hear a song and be like, boom. Especially when I was dealing with those type, like so, so Meek or you know, um, a director with Gotti or friends. Though they talking about stuff that I would talk about as an artist anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's not hard to like do records like that because they talking about street shit. They talking about girl. They talking about the same shit. Mm-hmm. This is like, do you want the record like how I deliver it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's not hard to make a hook or a song or whatever for any of those type of artists. It gets challenging when it's like different artists or, um, you know, some people can't make pop records or different type of, you know, girl records and stuff like that. Like even right now, I just, um, recently I was, you know, it was a female rapper. She needs records and stuff like that. And Dream uh, doll. Went down. <laughs> <She's crazy. laughs> uh, like and I was just like you working with Dream Doll. Yeah, yeah, you crazy me. <laughs> nah, but no, it's hard. It's hard for me as a man to write a girl record. That makes sense. Yeah, it's different now. That's challenging. You know what I'm saying? I. It's like that's probably the most like you know what I mean. Challenging. Yeah, certain things you're not gonna day, like, Yeah, like how can yeah. I do that? And I can't write a record. Like, see, I'm gonna keep it normal, but I ain't gonna write a record like WAP. Yeah, you can't write, I can't write <laughs> Yo, yo, Rico Love be writing chick records, like sexual chick records. What? How? Like, that's, that's, <laughs> like, that's different. That's hard. That's, Lil that's Yachty, hard. too. Little Yachty wrote for City Girls. Like, yeah, the act up joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't, you know, that's harder. Now, now, now that I would say is a challenge. But mm-hmm. the other records ain't that easy. Because I listen to all kinds of music, and I know. Even with the women, I know what I want to hear from women. Yeah, I don't want to hear a girl talking about how many people she shot. Right, right, right. <laughs> I don't want to well, hear that. Well, yeah, I, I know just... Dream Doll writes her own stuff. So when you come yeah. into the studio, how do you even work with someone that is used to writing their own stuff? 
No, if you write your own stuff, that's what I'm saying. Some people need hooks. Some people need the deli like delivery, like uh, like say you know you don't deliver this right or so. Like just a producer, like somebody that's in there that can really put the record together. That's like some people say how how is Khaled a producer if he ain't making the beats? You know what I'm saying? But you're really a producer because you have the ear. You're saying like you like like directing this whole movie. You see what I'm saying? So that's all with, with, with stuff like that. Like, and, and you know, you might need, it's been times where I wrote, rec I did records that I didn't even, some people don't write records, like write yeah. music. Like I'm one of those people who really don't do that either. It's been times I've been in the studio with other artists, like men, mm -hmm. and it's a song we putting a record together, but nobody's writing. So I might tell you four bars right here, say this, and then you like say it again, and then you go in the studio in the in the booth and just repeat what I just said. That's all. your patience must be amazing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I couldn't. Your patience must be amazing because if I said it and you didn't write it down and you asked me to repeat it, I'm pissed off. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't yeah. it but I'm telling you. <laughs> now you go over it a few times, like outside the booth, like yo, what you say? Da -da 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 -da. Rehearse it. Okay, cool. I'm ready and go in. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's how you do it. But like, even with that, and it's like not writing. And then sometimes you might not get credited for for stuff like that, because it's like you just helping without being officially on on record. That makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, it's a few records that's out. It's a few records that's out that I'm not officially credited for, but that I know I could. When I hear them lines, like yo, that's me, that's me, that's me. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? But you which know. records? Nah, nah, nah. This is just, I ain't gonna get you Nah, don't do that. No, no. Lou, so when's your stuff coming out? My, I, well, I got record. I got stuff out. I know, but, but like you the need new stuff. Right. Yeah. So the new stuff is coming out this month. I'm waiting for one song, well, one feature. Um, so Black Man in America. Uh, it's going to be on the EP. Mm -hmm. So that was the first song off the EP. And then from there, I'm going uh, to, you know, release the EP and, you know, this month and we're going to go from there. And then after that, my album. Then the album got, you know, bigger features and stuff like that. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm uh, working towards. Now. What's, what's the name of the EP? So help me God. Oh, I like that. So yeah. is that the is that the theme of the music? It's, it's it's yeah. It's not all. All right. So black man in America, like I was saying, like I'm not an activist. I'm not one of those. I don't want to even start being, you know, labeled as that type of rapper because you know I I, I rap about a lot of wrong. <laughs> so, um, I got records on that EP that are like they just real. You know what I'm saying? It's just the truth, um, the whole truth. So help me God. So this, that's why um, I named it that. It's it's like uh, like one of them was called "The Streets Don't Love Nobody." You know what I'm saying? It's just about how no matter what you do out here, it end up the same way. You know what I mean? It's either like you go to jail, you die. Like you know, that's the. It's like inevitable for us being here, you know what I mean? It's reporting from like Philadelphia and what I see. So that's one of the records. It's not it's not like negative, but it's kind of positive when you think about it because it's nothing it's the truth about what's really going on and how it really ends up. So it's not like I'm sitting here lying. I'm just telling you the truth. 
Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not almost so political like black man in America, but it's just, you know, the same thing. So you got that. Um, I got another one called Toll on Me, like, you know, what I've been through and this shit took a toll on me, like, you know, just, you know, the, the murders and homies dying and going to, you know what I mean? It's just like, it'll, it'll wear you down after a while. You know what I'm saying? So I got another record called that. So it's just like the truth. It's just, it's street records, but they just raw. You know what I mean? I so think that, that's really, that's really like the theme of it. I think that's the type of thing that people want to hear. Like, especially yeah. people who are critical of, like, for like, for instance, I know you say you're not an activist, but like Black Lives Matter, a person who was really into Black Lives Matter and like they understand yeah. that they want to hear Black men in America but they might not want to hear or address some of the other situations that go on, which are the right. other people are like, well, why aren't you talking about black on black crime? And I think right. the project that you're putting out, you're putting all that together, which a lot of people, again, don't do. A lot of people, they yeah. want to do one thing and they hide the rest of it. You're putting it all out there, which I think right now in our culture, we definitely need. Yeah, no, nah, for sure, for sure. Thanks, bro. And, that, and that's what I think too, because I think like, you know, when people say it, when it's just uh, about Black Lives Matter and then, they want to address that or, or all lives matter or this and that. Like, we know that. Right. We know that. Oh, what about the black lives matter? What they say? Uh, only when they kill, when, 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 when they kill by a white cop or a white person, you know what I'm saying? That's the only time black lives matter. And I understand that too. But that's just like saying, I come in the, I come in the car dealership for my car and my engine blown. And then you tell me, yeah, but your alternator is bad too. Like, let's fix that. Like, I'm not worried about my alternator. I'm worried about my engine, bro. Like, I asked you to fix, fix my that. engine. I didn't right. ask you to fix my alternator. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's it's, it's it's two different things. It's two different. Yep. Like, so like you said. So I try to put it together because at the end of the day, we need it need to start with us. You know what I'm saying? As far as our, you know, we got going on over here. You know what I mean? So we got something going on over here, but y'all got something going on over there. That's you know that's that we talking about. So, black black man in America is out. However, like you said, uh, it's toll on me. It's uh, the streets don't love nobody. It's uh, uh, whatever songs. Uh, holding on to hope. I got another one. You know what I mean? Like just how we we uh, the hook is like I'm from a place where nothing don't work out for us. You know what I'm saying? It never work out for us. The eyes not in our favor. You know what I mean? But we holding on to hope. Man. It's just, you know, it's it's, it's, just, it's real. It's a real, real EP, man. And I think a lot of people don't hear that mm-hmm. from me a lot. You know what I mean? Like the pain and the, you know, those type of records, like the pain, the real records. You know what I mean? Because they, they so used to like a, a good hook, a catchy song or something like that. So I want to give them all of those records on one tape, you know, one project. Depth. Yeah, you want to show them how yeah. deep you are. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's that's what I'm doing. From you being, you know, being from Philly, you know, being from the street, and now, you know, you being, a le- you know, super legit, you know, you you getting checks from white people now. Multiple. Right, right. <laughs> right, right. Um, being a songwriter and a rapper, how do you balance the two from, you know, still being street, but you are a corporate now. So you do have to right. you know, maneuver in a certain way. And, you know, you you do come from a certain place where, there's a such thing as like, well, he not keeping it real no more. But yet, all right. you did was level up. So, like, right. how do you balance between the two? Like, what is street when you are a, a rapper and a songwriter in the industry? See, I've been, I've been like, I've been blessed, man, to like 
get through a lot. And and, and I'm like, I kept it too real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I kept it so real that I never get questioned about my realness, yeah. no matter which way I go. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could paint my hair orange right now, <laughs> and they're going to say, damn, he's still real. Like, the, the ones who know me, you know what I mean? I'm still – because I done did everything you could do. So I don't really care about that. You know what I mean? So much. I'm going to do what I want to do and how I feel, mm-hmm. and that's what it is. I'm not. I'm not trying to keep up with a, like an image or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm actually trying to get, cause at the end of the day, you know I'm grown now. I ain't a kid. I ain't you know. I got a. I got kid. Like it's different when you. Like when you grow up, you think back to all the shit you was doing and all of the, like it. It don't make sense now. You know what I mean? So right. it's like you know I'm glad right. I. I <laughs> I live long enough <laughs> yes. to, to, to feel like, all right, cool. I'm past that because I, I couldn't have made it out of that. You know what I mean? It, it, I be sure. thinking, like, why was I drinking always on some <laughs> random person's rooftop? Like, what, or, like, what, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> right. Or, like, why did we rent tellies to drink Cisco and get high and just get <laughs> fucked that. up? Like, why? <laughs> right, right. And some shit you be like, yo, I made it out of that. Like, I'm alive. I'm cool. Yeah. Like, all right, bet. You know what I'm saying? So I don't really care about none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the people that know me here in, in, in my city will always know, you know, you know, I kept it, I kept it real. Like for those, especially for the, the last, I'ma say since twenty fourteen, fifteen, whatever whatever year that was, you know what I'm saying? It was real bad, but I had to go like I went from all of the stuff we talked about before. Yeah. The records and stuff, boom to like a it was like a little fall like a falling out, you know what I mean? Like so, it went from this, like back to this, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I had to get back, like you know what I mean? Like you know the stock market drink, boom, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so this is how it went, and in that period of time, you got to figure that was a, that was years, you know what I mean? A few years. So in, in that period of time, I'm still at ground zero, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So some people, you know, so. It's like, damn, you doing this, so you still look at you like, you know, you somebody, but yeah, shit, yeah. you you around the corner. Like I just seen you, you know what I mean, like that type shit. And that's dangerous too because you don't know who who. Like somebody might walk up on you, man. I'll be in the wild wild dude just looking at me. I'm like, what the fuck are you looking at? You know right. what I'm saying? And, <laughs> and you just like, nah, yo, ain't you blue? Yeah, I like your music, and I'm like. Oh, oh, I just oh, say that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So you can't. You're making you can't me nervous. Go. Why are you staring at me? <laughs> yeah, like, why are you staring? And people just so awkward. Like, and we from Philly, you know, Philly, we don't know how to speak. Like, we don't know how to, <laughs> you know, people don't know how to, like, express themselves. Like, yo, I just want to say, damn, man, you know, I like you. We don't really give up. Like, you know, it's hard here, man. So motherfuckers just look at you, like. <laughs> and know exactly who you are, whatever. They probably got your song on in the car, but I'm not even gonna say nothing to you right now. You know what I mean? That's gonna be that's, that, that here. That's Dicky. Yeah, that's right. Dickie. <laughs> no, you think oh, you Joe? You know what I'm saying? So we don't, we don't really. That's just how it is here, man. But you gotta keep. You can't. You can't let go of your your uh, the street side. You know what I'm saying? Because you still gotta be on point. Yeah, you still gotta move right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You still can't get caught up in 
this shit and shit going so good that you just let go of your street smarts and, you know, that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because even with the business, it's still, you know, you got to apply, apply the rules from the streets to that. You know what I mean? To your contracts and the shit you're doing. You know what I mean? So it's all the same. Lou, when shit went left with Dream Chasers, do you feel like you could have done something different? Like, do you wish you would have handled certain situations differently at all? Um, nah, I, I don't really think that that was on me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I just was um, fighting fire with fire. You know what I'm saying? That's all. But but I don't I don't think that was on me. Like as far as for me, like to be like you, know, I could have did something different. I could have did. I feel like I was doing everything I needed to do on my end. And um, I don't think I don't think nothing would have changed that. You know, at that time we was you know we tripping. But yeah. like I said, I was just fighting fire with fire, you know, we go back and forth and all of that shit. So it is what it is. You know, you grow up, you live and you learn. Have you guys ever talked yeah. about it? Or you just swept it on nah, the board? I, 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 uh, you know, everybody else, I speak to everybody that I see. Like, we don't really come across, like, we, we seen each other, like, you know, in the club and boom, what's up? What's up? You know, from, from my section. Just, but it's like, you know, it's all good. But we, it was never no, um, no real conversation yeah. where it needed to be. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I also, thought, I think, you know, during that time, too, you said basically kind of, you know, through the falling out. And I think we all that had, you know, some type of experience of falling out, even with friends. Um, mm. How did you see, I guess, like people change on you in that one moment? You know, people that you call yeah. the phone and, you know, yo, bro, this, this, and that, can we? Yeah. And then one moment is... Right, right. That, that was kind of crazy, too, because... Um, and this is what I noticed, too, because I'm the type of person, if, you, if you're if you doing something, and we walk in the room together, right? And, and, and Jay-Z in the room. And we rappers. And I know, he said, I'm looking for a song that got uh, a flute in it. And I got the song with the flute, but I'm not gonna say it if you're the guy, right? So you're the guy, they came for you. I'm not gonna like overstep my mm-hmm. thing, right? So I'm like real like chill. Like I chill and wait my turn, that's just how I am. So I'm not like the outspoken person and shit like that. So a lot of the, t- a lot of, um, uh, opportunities, a lot of a lot of relationships that I built was from that. Mm-hmm. You know, even on the you know in the in cut, you know, until somebody you know like Ross or somebody would notice, yo, you know what I mean, or Khaled or whoever. So, um, I got it as far as like certain people, like I said, Ross or you know people that's super close to the situation. You know what I mean. It was it was a few other rappers like on the out that's not that close, you know, that wasn't like directly in. Yeah. That still kinda like acted a little uh you know what I mean? Like not even just rappers, just people, you know what I mean? Just like might be a f- radio station or a damn you know what I mean, somebody you know, that act different. It's a, right. It's a lot of different, you know what I mean? So um People just clout chasing sometimes. Yeah, and that's just how and it is. And if you but, don't but, have the backing or the affiliation, they almost, like, write you off. Right. It's like, nah, okay, cool. No, but it was cool when, like, I remember it was like, uh, uh, who was it? It was like the, some dude at Worldstar and shit. You know what I'm saying? 
So world star, the world star dude used to like, like he put up anything, yo, right? Mm -hmm. So it was my idea to do. If you ever see like those um, freestyle videos with uh, Snoop and me and me can in the studio and stuff, and they say like Louis V freestyle or something, yeah, that's like because it's my idea. Like in the cameraman, I like brought him around mm -hmm. and like made him start doing that, and then like it turned into something. Mm -hmm. So. The, the 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 world star dude would like take every video boom 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 boom. we never even had to like ask so it was like afterwards it was something and i was like boom and he was like nah hold you know what i mean i was like yo <laughs> switch that bro so you just gonna take all the shit that we like all the shit and mind you like i said it's my idea right you do all of this and then now i'm telling you yo boom i want to put this video or this song and you like give me a hard time and i'm like yo that shit is just crazy yo mm -hmm. like well i might see I might see a person or say I'm uh, where I was at. I was somewhere else. And I think I was like with Wale or somebody. And I'm like, yo, boom, we chilling. And then it's like, we could be chilling here, but we can't go. Like, I can't publicly go. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like crazy, man. It's just like relationships. You know what I'm saying? It's just like that. Yeah. In certain situations, you understand it. In certain situations, you don't. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, this is an industry and people not your friend. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you got to learn that shit. And then if it's like your, your personal, like your friends, that's, you know, that you call friends or people you, you fuck with like that, you got to understand that sometimes when you go through like a tough situation or tough times, that shit just get a lot of, it weed a lot of shit out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You get a lot of people from around you, those around you. Because I used to go in the studio 30 deep. You know what I'm saying? And then like, now if I meet D-Rock and like too smooth, you know what I mean? It's not too many people. You know what I'm saying? So it's just weed out the people. And, and you got to be thankful for situations like that because, you know, certain people probably been around you that probably could have done you more harm later right. on down the line or something like that. They wasn't really for you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So um, a lot of that should be a blessing. Even if, it, if it's some bad shit or something going to take place, it's like still a blessing. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's how I look at it. Well, Louis, thank you for your time. We've been talking for like ever, you for know. The whole so. first for the whole game. <laughs> the I mean, of, for the end of the uh, look, end of the, the end of the, the, end of the uh, Heat and Bucks game. Now it's the second quarter of the Lakers game. That's a whole. I man. missed the whole quarter of the Lakers <laughs> game, y'all. Wait, and Garnett took his wig off, so you know it was long. <laughs> it was in hot, man. Nah. I had to take that off, man. Right, yo, listen, man, I, I, I definitely think you're dope, man. Uh, Dang, if bro. I had anything just to say, man, as much yeah. attention, you know, that you give to other people, because you seem to be almost, you're, you're very fruitful. Yeah. You, yeah. What you do, you know, you give to others. Just be mindful to keep giving to yourself too, as well, man. You seem like a very dope individual, um, very likable. Okay. As well, uh, yeah, I, I definitely enjoyed the interview, man. Yeah, this was great. Guru nah, Garnett, thanks, thanks, we Appreciate see you, Guru you. Garnett. Took the wig off. That's what it was. <laughs> you took the nah, wig off, and the foolishness went away. <laughs> Thank you, Louis. The nah. EP's on the way. The album's on the way. The video's yeah. out, right? Yep. Yeah, more videos, more music. You know, we coming. All right. Thank you, babe. All right, Mina. Thank you. You have a good night. Enjoy the game. All right. <laughs> All right, y'all. Have a good one. He was so good. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap it up. Uh, thank you guys for hanging out with us. Um, I'm Mina. Say what? <laughs> Sherlock Homeboy, a.k.a. Let's go. I'm here. <laughs>
Today I was Dexter Stucky because I was like a journalist with those questions. <laughs> so Dexter Stucky slash Dexter one. <laughs> and I'm always mean to say what. Thank you for listening. Mina's House, episode 144. Make sure you watch on YouTube. Peace.